Hey, welcome to Sober Pop, where the conversation always pops. Come hang out with us every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific on the Sober Pop Clubhouse, where we talk about all things sober pop culture. If you don't have the Clubhouse app or you miss our live chat, you can catch the replay on all your favorite places to consume a podcast or at thesobercurator.com. I love that idea. Okay, we have several of our guests are here, so let's go ahead and get started with our announcements, um, and then we'll set the room. Please know that if you are not um, a guest speaker tonight, um, to please stay on mute if you are happen to be up on the stage until we get to the question and answer portion of the show. My name is Elise, and I'm the founder of The Sober Curator and one of your moderators here tonight, and I'd like to introduce my other two sober charlie's angel moderators i've got katie mack and brooke would you guys like to introduce yourself yeah absolutely my name is brooke i host the uh, seek purpose podcast and i am one of the moderators here at sober pop we are having a blast talking about all things sober pop culture here um on seek purpose we talk about finding purpose after addiction so if that sounds like something that interests you please go and check that out we've got a ton of content there I am super excited for this conversation. I haven't dived too deeply into the booze-free um, drinks quite yet. I kept my life pretty simple until I until I met Mac and she introduced me to all these crazy amazing or not Mac, sorry, Nikki. <laughs> crazy amazing concoctions. I've been having so much fun just mixing like green tea with a with a bubbly sparkly drink and it's um yeah, it's been really fun and my kids are really enjoying it so I cannot wait for tonight's chat. Hey, y'all. My name is Katie Mack. Um, I'm the founder and creator of Fucking Sober Podcast, The First 90 Days, the narrative podcast about getting sober. And this is something I look forward to every single Wednesday. Mostly it's just so I can sort of make fun of Lisa and Brooke later for the silly things that we said. But also I get to be in the company of all these amazing people every single week. And this is the first week that I've consumed culture, literally. This is the best part of learning about all these drinks from all these like brilliant people. And you know what? I precluded in the very beginning. I really did. I just, you know, I was like maybe into some NA beers. I was like, well, mocktail, like as an art man, I have been very, very put in my place with that backwards thinking. And you guys are actual geniuses. So I just want to say, I look forward to hearing from all of you about your creative ideas, where it came from, the niches you're filling and the future of all the things, all things, sober boom and um yeah take it away elise well okay you 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 skipped a headline mac and i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to draw attention to it um ladies and gentlemen uh katie mac's podcast fucking sober the first 90 days was nominated for a webby award in two categories under the podcast category and let me tell you she's up against some real big names so this is a huge 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 step for the recovery um, community to have um, her standing on that platform. So um, we will be posting the link many, many, many times on the Sober Curator social media so you all get a chance to go vote for her as many times as possible. Elisa, you're so wonderful. I just want to say I, I, I sort of thought it was like very cool for all this to happen, but y'all, we have a podcast about getting sober in mainstream media. That like is is competing against some other like you know like the crime genres and I mean there's some incredible things out there but I didn't realize that that could even be an option so I was I I sort of forgot to mention it or I definitely forgot to mention it and of course Elise is the one who is always going to be uplifting me 
But the reason why I think it's so cool is like main, I mean, this is the, the topic of sober boom, sober boom. Y'all, this is crazy. So if you guys have nothing better to do, um, or I, I, what I just say instead is if you have some time to go on the Webby's website, give us a vote. Uh, they'll take your email address and that's about it. So far, I don't think they spam anybody. Um, I give us some love. Um, it would be so cool, but just the idea that like this topic about getting, like literally getting sober is the topic of the entire podcast and it's competing against some really cool things. That's so cool. So proud of you. Congrats, Katie. I mean, it's us thing, y'all. It's us. Okay, so next up, normally at this time, we have Nick with Tonic Mocktails um, comes on stage and talks about the Silver Pop Mock of the Week. But man, this was a tough week because we just love all of our special guests so much. We couldn't, we couldn't just pick just one. So, Nick, what do you have in store for us tonight? Hello, everyone. I am just so happy about this week's Sober Pop. I've been looking forward to it since it announced that we were going to do a non-alcoholic company highlight. So I'm just super stoked. Everyone who's here today, I have a special place in my heart for. And like like Elise said, there was no way to make a mocktail for tonight because everyone should have the chance to shine and definitely didn't want to pull attention from anyone. Um, however, with the Just the 24... Um, I would like to mention that we did make a special mocktail for the occasion, more or less like a, a jazz up strawberry lemonade to include everyone. So no one was um, left out, you know, because it can be quite triggering for a lot of people. So to make sure that everyone could be included, everyone could have fun and everyone could have a fun drink. We just did a sensible strawberry lemonade. But um, without further ado, I'd love to hear from everyone who's here tonight. Thank you, Tonics Mocktails. You have made all of our home uh, DIY mocktail bars so much more exciting than they were a few months ago. And I mean that sincerely. I didn't even have one a few months ago. So you've really helped me elevate up my mocktail game. Well, I don't think we have everyone here quite yet, but we have several. So I would like to introduce the panel that we have for tonight, for tonight. And then each of them have up to five minutes just to talk about who they are, about their brand, how they got started, if they're up to anything cool. Pretty much they can talk about whatever they want. Um, so we have some really great brands in the room tonight. I have personally sipped on all of them several times. We've got Nope Beverages here, Cool Mox. We've got the infamous Chris Marshall. We have Sexy AF Spirits. We have Free Spirit. So it's a really big lineup so far. And um, Chris, would you like to kick us off and just give us a little 411 of, on what you're up to these days? Hi, how's it going, everyone? <laughs> um, my name is Chris Marshall. I'm the owner and founder of Sands Bar, an alcohol-free space based in Austin, Texas. Um, and I am just now getting back into the regular world as the pandemic is over, um, planning on getting back out on the road with our Sands Bar National Tour. And I am in the company of some legends and I just feel so happy to be here tonight. Thanks so much, Chris. Um, and as a reminder, if you um, showed up a little bit into the beginning of this meeting, we are recording tonight. 
Um, so just want to make sure that everybody knows that. Joanne, I see your gorgeous face from Sexy AF. Let's hear what's going on with your brand. Thank you so much. Um, this is my first clubhouse experience. So a sober virgin clubhouse goer over here. Thank you so much for having me on as a guest tonight. Um, it's the first time I don't have to worry about what I look like in a Zoom or fix my hair or anything. So this is a whole new world to me and I love it. And thank you, everyone. Um, as some of you may or may not know, I am Joanne Reynolds, founder and CEO of Sexy AF Spirits. And yes, the AF stands for alcohol free. We have a lot of fun with that with regards to what the AF actually stands for. And we are so excited to bring you our products. Um, we are based in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and we cater to the North American market as well as moving into the UK, Australia, and New Zealand coming up here shortly. So I'm excited to hear all about you guys and what you what what's going on. And again, just thank you so much for having me on. And I look forward to answering any questions and getting involved in the conversation tonight. Thank you so much, Joanne. Really appreciate that. Milan from Free Spirits, would you like to talk to us about your brand and what you have going on? <laughs> hey, sure. Yeah, so this is Milan from, uh, from the Free Spirits company. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. This is really fun. Um, you know, we founded the company uh, probably about a year ago now. And I think one of the most, you know, wonderful things about it is this community and this kind of thing. I mean, it's really a lovely uh, you know, what started out as relatively small and, and grows by leaps and bounds every day. It's fun to be a part of it. It's fun to see the enthusiasm. Uh, you know, I mean, I spent 25 years in the advertising business, um, which is, uh, you know, as, as some of you might know, it's a, it's a work hard, drink harder type business. And, um, you know, the, the company was founded really out of selfish reasons, just kind of going like, and every time I drank too much, it wasn't necessarily because I craved alcohol as much as it was, you know, I love cocktails. And when your glass is empty and somebody goes, hey, man, you want another cocktail? The, the answer is usually, you know, yeah, of course I do. Um, and, you know, uh, for all the reasons we all know, uh, you know, you have too many and thing, and bad things happen. And so, um, you know, this is just our little way of contributing to the world to say, hey, you know what, don't, don't give up the cocktails. Just um, now you can kind of, control the amount of alcohol you put in your body. So um, that's what we're all about. We're excited to be here. And I just gave you a new nickname. So how about that? I can't be the first person that's ever done that, right? No, you're it's okay. super fair. Everybody goes, Milan. <laughs> like he's, he's some exotic It sounds so exotic, Italy. yeah. They're, no, I'm from New Jersey, so not exotic whatsoever. Well, you know, what I will say, just on the exotic note, is that I have all three of your products, and the packaging, the bottles, the weight of them, the glossiness of them, the heaviness of them, they're so incredibly gorgeous. Um, oh, and so I will just throw that out there because I'm a big sucker for packaging. <laughs> Thanks so much. So speaking of clever packaging, Beth from Nope, what do you have going on? Hi, Elise. Can you hear me? We can hear you great. Okay, good. Sorry. Um, I think, Elise, you know I have five kids, so I just finished up a rapid carpool of lacrosse 
and uh, baseball. <laughs> so I'm here. Um, and I just have to start off by saying I am so excited to finally be in a group where I can chat with um, you and Nikki. I just have been following you and have so appreciated the support that you all have given us since we launched, with, which was just in December. And um, and so finally, I'm so glad to finally get a chance to talk to you. Um, so for anybody who doesn't know Nope, I'm Beth Ann. I am the founder and the president and, you know, kind of a one-man band right now. And we are a ready-to-drink non-elk cocktail. Um, and I think what is unique about us is the fun packaging, like you just said, Elise. Um, you know, we really wanted to play up on the fact that you know, you don't have to drink and you don't have to explain to anybody why you're not drinking. I know as a mom of five that I was constantly asked why I wasn't drinking. Um, am I pregnant and am I breastfeeding? And that became so tiresome. And, um, you know, I just thought that there should be really fun options out there. And I've seen Chris make some beautiful mocktails and Nikki. I mean, they just look like pieces of art. But being a mom of five, I wasn't, um, I didn't really have the time to do that. So I started making these things at home and they, and they turned into Nope. And I'm just so happy that you all are responding so well to us and, and showing us some love. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I love your packaging too, Beth. I just think it's so clever. And, you know, I've already been asking for t-shirts. Um, so, um, you guys, I also love to add to cart, like shopping is my cardio, um, which maybe I should have that tattooed on my body because I say it all the time, um, but big fan. And Danielle from Cool Mox. Hey, guys. Uh, great to be here. Thanks for having me. As you can see, I have like the fun little celebration emoji next to myself. So my name isn't cool. It's Danielle. <laughs> um, but... I am learning, and I updated my profile picture as you joined the call. So you could at least see who I was. Um, but appreciate uh, you thinking of Cool Mox, Elise. Um, I know we've been able to connect and everyone else um, uh, to varying capacities. Um, but it's, it's really fun to be in an environment, connect with, um, personally, other brand owners. I think that's awesome. One thing I'd just like to highlight is, you know, I think – all of us do have some commonalities in terms of what we're trying to accomplish here, right? In terms of it's 2021, um, people deserve options. And um, I just applaud all of your, you know, hard work um, in getting where you are today. Um, it's a great time to be in this space. So a little about me, I'm CEO and co-founder at Cool Mox Craft Mocktails. Um, my husband and I, um, really came up with the idea when we were expecting our first child. Um, we are Wisconsin-based, and if anyone knows anything about Wisconsin, people hate drinking in Wisconsin. Um, so it's very much a part of the culture here, and, um, you know, just was really striking out finding options. Ultimately, um, did a ton of market research and found what many of the other individuals on this call found is that well beyond pregnant and expecting women there are people who are looking for these options and now we're in a space where you know luckily that space is 
is growing um, due to the brands out there. And, and we're, we're pumped to be a part of that. So we brought our beverages to market um, at no better time than in the middle of the pandemic, July of 2020. Um, and, you know, here today, um, we're, you know, selling online and in, um, you know, a ton of grocery stores, um, liquor stores, bars and restaurants, and, you know, just, just getting started with making our footprint. Um, and I know everybody's on their own journey, but that's where we're at with School Knock today. And, um, you know, thanks again for having me a part of the call tonight. You are so very welcome. Well, I did just get a text message that unfortunately drives soda dry botanical bubbly. Cannot be here this evening, so they came up. Um, but we'll just have them back another time. So I know that there are so many of you that have questions, um, but we have we have to let Nick go first from tonics because she's our queen of, of teaching us all the mocktail things. So Nick, what questions do you have for the panel tonight? Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, I like don't even know where to begin. You know, I man, I really appreciate both sides. I really, really appreciate it from my background being, you know, a service industry vet for over twenty years and really wanting to open my own sober bar. Having non alcoholic spirit uh, non alcoholic spirits completely changed how I approached my sobriety and moving forward and how I want to um kind of rewrite the stigma of what it means to have a non-alcoholic drink. And on the other hand, having ready-to-drink options opens it up so much more for others who, who don't have the time or the whole bar set up to even make themselves a mocktail at home. So I love the idea of both. I have a refrigerator full, but I guess a question I would have for the spirit, the spirit companies, I guess both, um, Milan and Joe, like, did you know what spirits you wanted to go for immediately? Did you want to have a full lineup or were you trying to have just like uh, more hero products? Go ahead, Joe. Thank you so much, Milan. Um, for us as Six Day Spirits, we decided on spirits and to focus wholly on spirits and to stay in our lane. Um, the way that we created the spirits originally was supposed to be for the bars and restaurants industry um, to trickle down from the mixologists using our products, serving it to the customers and so forth. However, that exact same week that we launched, COVID hit and all the bars and restaurants shut down, which seems to be a, re a reoccurring theme here in the group tonight about, you know, us all launching products pretty dominantly during um, a global pandemic and for me especially when it came to um, you know is it spirit is it beer what is it that we're going to do I chose spirits because for me I thought it was the best product to form the base profile tasting profile that you can create over a hundred different drinks with it I personally love the creativity of coming up with how to make you know a personalized Joe Martini with the ingredients that I have in my fridge as opposed to being restricted to just one type of cocktail just because um, you know like my daughter says I have two daughters she says a girl can change her mind and that's how I feel one day 
you know, I want a sparkling martini. The other day I want an aperitif, neat. So for me, it was all about um, selfishly what, how many, what kind of drinks that we can create with our spirits and to stay in our lane with regards to product development. And that's how we evolved and came up with our, our play on the actual alcohol um, spirits that are out there today. Yeah, not dissimilar here. You know, it's, it's funny when, when we kind of started out, we just thought to ourselves, gosh, I mean, we have no interest in reteaching the world how to drink cocktails. And so, you know, people know what a, an old fashioned is. They know what a margarita is. They know what a Manhattan is and a Paloma, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, huge props to the, to the folks that, you know, have kind of created the, the lines of spirits that are, you know, their, their own thing. And I think that's really interesting and a huge, huge space. But, you know, I think for us, you know, the, the, the interesting uh, thing was really looking at how do you fit into people's current, you know, people's existing cocktail routine, right? They're, you know, uh, without, without necessarily having, you know, the, the mixologist and the bar community have to create special cocktails um, versus just kind of saying, hey, anything that's on our menu uh, or, or anything that you already know and love, we can make either non-alcoholic or, or lower alcohol. I just want to say I'm just really, really excited about both of you, both of your brands. Um, you both kind of contribute something different, which I absolutely love. And I'm, I'm telling you, just just the fact that you exist has changed my life for sure. So I just wanted to thank you. Oh, that's super sweet. No, super, we're super glad you were, uh, you're, you're digging it. It was, uh, I'm sure, I think we probably started at the same time that, that Joe and her team did. But, you know, you started out, you're kind of going, you get a lot of people going. Non-alcoholic spirits? Uh, I like alcohol in my spirits. Thank you very much. Seems like a dumb idea. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you as well. I honestly think that's what the whole premise was to begin with. Everyone was like, what? But Nikki, right. you, you came and supported us right off the bat. And like Milan said, we really appreciate the support that we get from you particularly. Oh, I wish I could hug you both right now. <laughs> I think Clubhouse is working on that in the in the next rollout of the next update of the app. I think they're working on something like that. Hi. I would love to, <laughs> I would love to know. Many of you have very clever names for your products. So Joe, I'll start with you because um, yours uh, they're just you know your names are sexy. So I would love to know like how, what's that process like? How do you come up with with the names um, for the different product lines? That's a great question. And for me, I love all things to do with marketing and branding. And I was wondering how I could really make our brand stand out. Um, and it really boiled down to, do I want to be boring as fuck or do I want to be sexy as fuck? And for me, I thought, you know what? I could have a lot of fun with being sexy as fuck and having the play on the double um, meaning of the word AF. And because it's so on trend, um, and it has been for the last few years, it felt like a trend that was never ending and continuing to do so in the future. Just to have a have a, a, a brand name that's memorable 
and that's fun and it's part of the experience when it comes to the sober AF lifestyle. So for me, it was a no-brainer. Um, ultimately, it was, can I get a website with that name, Sexy AF Spirits? were super cheap when I was starting out. I was Googling GoDaddy as well. And um, not only that, can I get all the, all the handles on social media to be exactly the same? For me, that was huge. I'm very um, particular and I really, really needed, you know, everything to align. The name, the, the handles, the social media, the Facebook page, everything to coincide with um, sexy AF spirits. And just to stand out and, and to have a lot of fun um, because you know what? Sober people and sober companies can be a lot of fun too. Yeah, and then you know, I think on on our side, you know, free spirits, um, it's just a really uh, an indicator of um, you know of the kind of people that are drawn to the brand. I think that historically, and I spent my my twenties and thirties in New York and in London, and you know, when you go to a bar and you weren't drinking. Um, it was almost the scarlet letter of shame. And I think that, you know, what we're trying to do is, you know, make it uh, actually, you know, a, a, you know, a sign that you're making a smarter decision. You're your own person. You know, there's a sense, a sense of individuality and you're not going to be, you know, swayed by any industry or any kind of social pressures. And so, you know, this is a brand you know, buy and for free spirits. And I think in terms of how we name the products, um, you know, I remember like before we launched, we had all these Latin names for each one of the, you know, products that was kind of, one was Latin for woody and smoky and one was Spanish for the tequila. And, you know, like kind of at the end of the day, we make our tequila in the spirit of some of the great tequilas in the world. Um, you know, we make the bourbon in the spirit of some of the great bourbons. And they're all, you know, homages to, to these spirits that we that we know and many of us love. And so, you know, the spirit of tequila, the spirit of bourbon, the spirit of gin and more to come, it's just a really simple cuz me being a brand guy, you don't want to have to recreate the wheel every time. You, you want you want something simple that people can remember and you kind of go, it's the spirit of dot dot dot. I love that. Uh Beth, Danielle, what about you two? Hi, Danielle. Is it okay to go? I'll I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, okay. And Danielle, I'm so happy to meet you. I've kind of been secretly a huge fan and stalking you on social media. So, um, I'm so glad to meet you tonight. Yeah, it's nice to actually meet you via voice versus email or online. I um. I guess for everyone else to know, I think that's just awesome when she says stuff like, oh, I just nonchalantly have five kids and I'm just crushing it. <laughs> you know, that's, that's awesome. So, yeah, go, well, that's go why, ahead. Great to meet you. <laughs> I feel like that's why I had, like, I was instantly drawn to you because you're starting your family and mine is closing. So I know exactly what you're going through when you're looking for alcohol-free options. So. Um, I'm a fan, but how we um, got Nope and how we chose that name was really three things. I mean, obviously, one, it answers the question, does this have alcohol in it? Nope, it doesn't. Um, the other thing is I just was really tired of having to explain um, and give a reason to people at cocktail parties or weddings or, you know, whatever fa family gathering you were at, um, you know, 
why weren't you drinking? You don't need to explain yourself. Nope. You know, no, thank you. Nope. Is, is reason enough. And that's, it's, that's what it should be. But I also really wanted to have fun because, you know, I'm not sober. I don't struggle with addiction, but I have my ex-husband who does, and I have a lot of family members that do. And, you know, to put it in terms of me, I did have episodes of, you know, binge drinking in my twenties and even early thirties. And there were lots of things that I just would not want to repeat, you know, so you see on our labeling, you know, do you want to profess your love to a stranger? Nope. Do you want to get a misspelled face tattoo? Nope. So we really wanted to have fun with it. And when you choose to take a break from alcohol or maybe go, you know, have a drink, but then have a couple of notes or, or mocktails, um, those are some of the, the things that are regrettable that by having a note that you can avoid. <laughs> so that's how we came up with that name. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to cool mocks, um, you know, I think mocks is pretty self-explanatory mocktails um, for mocks. Cool um, was something that kind of came over time. Um, and, you know, if you look it up in the Urban Dictionary, um, it has a number of, of uh, definitions, but in general, it means anything from cool, uh, C-O-O-L, to badass, and, you know, I'm sitting there as an expected mother hanging out with my friends and family. Well, of course I want a badass mocktail, um, fitting in and having a great time with everybody else, so... Um, you know, we really try to play up with uh, having fun with the beverages, too, and keeping the brand um, all about the experience of having a great tasting cocktail just without the alcohol. And uh, our name um, really connects with that. I love all of that. I um, I am coming up on 15 years of sobriety in a couple of weeks. And um, to be honest, I, oh, thank you. Um, I mean, if I don't fuck it up between now and then, you guys, let's be real. But um, I, I really did stay away from, um, from kind of doing any mocktails. And I'm a person who um, used to throw a lot of uh, huge parties in Seattle. I went to all the parties. I ran a lifestyle magazine. And um, I kind of steered away. But I also learned how to, like, you know, ask the bartender for a drink so I could blend in with other people. Um, and so in the last year or two, as I've started to dip my toe into this whole alcohol-free movement, um, at first I was hesitant um, because I was like, am I going to find this triggering? Is this a risk I want to take? I don't know how this is going to make me feel. And, um, and then when I finally just kind of went for it, I was like, oh, this is lovely. And I didn't realize how much I missed the ritual of having a really well-crafted drink in a pretty glass at the end of the day or when chatting with, with girlfriends. Um, and the other thing that occurred to me is that I would finish one drink and that was it. I was done. I didn't need 27 more. And so um, I just am so excited for this movement and, and where it's headed. And um, so I just want to say thank you to each of the brands that are here tonight because I have all of you on my, uh, in my new little mocktail bar set up and um, you are definitely something that I have to look forward to now at the end of a long day on zoom or, um, you know, if I'm having a teens party with some friends. So Katie Mack, I know that you have like 8,000 questions, so I'm going to let you go next. You know me. It's like 
It's like you're my twin. I keep trying to push this. I really think we're birthed from the same womb. Um, I, I wanted to comment on what Alicia said, too. I mean, the, this, the whole drinking sober drinks never occurred to me. That would, ne- that would never be interesting to me when I was drinking. But my first experience of being a normal drinker was when I drank my first NA beer and I didn't finish it. I was like, oh, oh, that makes that You don't finish it because you don't, you're like done. And it was like a nice treat. I never understood it. And now I actually get incredibly dorky and excited. I mean, no one gets more dorky and excited than Elise, but about all these different drink options. It's watching true. Nick, true. it's really wild. How I mean, she'll crack open a nope drink and you guys will see it on uh, like Instagram live or on these videos and her face just shines because that actually, it's that feeling of like, really getting excited about something um and then nikki doing these mocktails each time uh, i can't even i didn't you guys i didn't know there was so much science behind it and that sort of leads me to the next question how much of you guys are have a mixology background and what does that actually mean and how much science is really involved and is it really just tasting things a lot and do you guys need help tasting things that's my question Mac, when you say, do we need help tasting things, are you offering yourself for when we are um, preparing new flavors? Oh, my God. That, that's so kind of you to offer to fly <laughs> to come out with you. That's amazing. Yes, the answer is yes. I have a giant mouth. I'll tell you all my feelings. <laughs> no, I just I say that because you know I, I'll give you the background on how we got the other flavors, but uh, we are doing more flavors in the works. And I just, I love to get people's feedback, whether it's, constructive negative feedback or positive I love it I just I really love to you know and with COVID it's really hard to do that um pre-COVID we had a lot of flavors and we would go out to bars and restaurants and do samples so you could get direct customer feedback and that was awesome but with COVID it's it's been a little tough but you know I don't know how the rest of you all did it I was making these homemade recipes um, for my ex-husband when he would come to see the kids and, you know, he loved seltzer water, but we needed something a little, you know, a little more substantial for the big parties. And, um, I like to cook, so I like to mix a bunch of different ingredients. And that's why ours are really full of, you know, rosemary, sage, um, the jalapeno. Uh, so that's, that's how ours came to be. And we worked with a flavor house that really knew the science behind it and what, the carbonation levels should be what they could be um and yeah it was just lots and lots of tastings and revisions and burping from the carbonation and <laughs> so it was fun it was really fun but um i was picky so we did go back and forth um but i love that experience and i'm always happy to have somebody try us or suggest new flavors that they want because um, that's what we want to provide so i'm hearing less science and more trial and error i guess i don't really know what science means in this case but yes more trial and error well i think there is a lot of science um you know we hired a group that uh does this you know they take your homemade creation and they put it out in bulk so that you could take it to a co-packer instead of doing a gallon you're doing 20 you know thousand gallons or whatever um so there is science behind it i can't speak knowledgeably to it but I definitely couldn't have done it without this group that, that had that background.
Well, my my second question, unless unless you guys want to bounce off of that one, um, I think someone was was coming on. What was it, Milan? Would you, were you, did you want to comment on that? Yeah, I mean, really, you know, we we started out um, kind of with mixing teas. You know, we're kind of like looking at it, going like, how do you replicate some of the flavor? And we started it was just months and months of mixing, and you know, so it wasn't distilling; it was the it was brewing. You know, we started brewing our spirits. Um, you know, with a tea base and then adding, you know, the, the distillate of oak to kind of re- recreate some of the barrel aging and, um, you know, just going from there. And the only, you know, I think it, at some point in the future, I'll, you know, I'll put out a mass apology to all our, our friends and family that, you know, had to like endure the tastings in the early days because there was some pretty awful stuff that people had to put in their mouths. Um, but little by little, you know, we figured it out and, you know, and, you know, you kind of blink your eyes and all of a sudden there's a product in the market and you kind of forget how you got there. Milan, I'm just laughing at your story because, um, like sending out a mess apology, I feel like I had to do that with my husband. He was my, <laughs> he was my taste tester. And at one point he was like, Joe, I cannot like feel my tongue and I can't taste anything. And it's been days. Like, yeah, what yeah, are you yeah, doing yeah. to me? And totally. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. Um, but you know, also to Beth's point, we, we didn't, we didn't have, no one wanted to co-pack with us because our process is so different. So we kind of had to, you know, mosey along and, and try to do our own thing. Um, in addition to having, you know, spoken to a bunch of mixologists and and worked with them to get their ideas. But you know, um, from drinking cocktails over the years and knowing what what I liked and what I didn't like, I kind of had an idea in my mind of what flavors I wanted to create. Um, and I know a lot of people will first take a sip of a non-alcoholic drink and I, I don't it doesn't taste like the gin. That's because they're not they're wanting the alcohol burn sensation which is extremely hard um to replicate down to the tea and a lot of the time you know it's a play on or or tastes similar to or tastes like and just to open up um you know the minds of the afna drinkers out there just to realize that it's not going to be 100 percent identical because you know there's no little to no alcohol in the naaf products that we're creating so as a community, we just have to remind and, and educate, um, you know, our our consumers um, and our community on that point too. Joanne, I think you really hit it there. If I could speak to that, because you know, I think because it's new to some people, it's great. Like we have a margarita, people can identify with a margarita. Um, I think Cool Mox has a margarita. Um, so it's nice for people who are new and really like margaritas or whatever, um, to be able to find those. But I really think too, like your products, all of our products are, we're offering alternatives to cocktails. So yes, some of them might mimic them, but some of them can totally stand on their own as just as solid, great tasting drinks that don't have to. Uh, replicate an al- actual alcoholic beverage. They can just be uh, this, you know, medley of really unique ingredients. And that's what I really love about that. And that's why we call ours, and that's not just exclusive to us, it's up for grabs for everybody, Alt Tales. We're an alternative cocktail and we can be. 
for us to to create and have fun with it. Yeah, that's great. It's funny when when you know we're introducing somebody to the category to the brand, and they go, you know, will will I be able to tell the difference between you know your spirit of bourbon and and real bourbon? You know, it's it's kind of a, a smile and a and a nod because you're kind of like, yeah, it's the same way that you know it's not Tom Cruise jumping off the skyscraper in Mission Impossible. It's his stunt man, but <laughs> but you still enjoy the movie. You know, you're you, you know it doesn't take you out of the enjoyment of the thing, right? Exactly. I love I love the stunt man analogy. That's great. <laughs> um, a, a little, I guess, to add on to uh, this conversation. Um, at Coolmox, I um, I'm a registered dietitian by trade. My husband is a packaging engineer. Um, so I guess you know when it comes to the liquid and the science that was built behind that, um, it was very similar to I guess best story in that you know you spent your time kind of crafting your own beverages in the comfort of your own home um, but then our story really um, I guess you know we're able to achieve that quantity um, level of production in, in our current lineup of craft mocktails by working with uh, food scientists and flavorists um, and really just going through a number of iterations to be able to achieve that same great taste. Um, it, it's one thing to make um, a beverage in your home that is ready to drink. Um, but when you are, you know, making, you know, hundreds of thousands of gallons of a liquid, um, it really changes, um, changes the game. So it's important to have those um experts who really know how to make that happen with what you're looking for um a part of a part of the team so that's a little bit about us and how to make them shelf stable like what you and i would be making in our kitchen would last a few days because we're using real fruit um but for them to use the science behind it so that you know we don't have an expiration date of one week on the can Oh, 100%. And make sure it continues to taste good. I mean, there's there's a lot behind it, 100%. I have a total side note just because I said expiration date. And Elise and Nikki, you might already know this because you've had note, but our expiration date is really cool to me because if you turn it over, it's actually the sober date of my ex-husband. So, And it's good for 18 months. So for the next 18 months as he drinks it, it's always a little reminder when he bottoms up that date's back there. That's amazing. I know. I love that. It's just, I now, I cannot throw away any cans and my kids can't and he can't because it's just sort of like a, a little momentum. So we're doing our next run in a couple of weeks and we're like, well, now what's the date going to be? You know, we'll throw away those cans, but these cans are a little keepsakes. That is so amazing. I'm like so inspired by all of you. Oh my gosh. Um, thank you so much for being here and sharing all of what you guys go through to create these brands. Um, yeah, I mean, Beth, five kids, holy cow. And I love that you're supporting your ex-husband and people that you love that are in the recovery community and giving them options. Like, that's so beautiful. We're actually creating this event called Just for 24. It's happening April 24th, which is 424. And what we want to do is show everybody that the sober life isn't a boring one. And whether or not you're in recovery or you just want to 
stop drinking for the day and see how it feels and see if you can have fun doing that. You just show up, be sober and have a blast and use the hashtag just 424. Um, and I just love the fact that there's going to be options for people because of you, because of your brands. And uh, we were hoping that eventually when things open up, we can have a just 424 uh, mocktail in all the bars on April 24th so people can go in and have a blast and do everything they normally do without getting drunk and see how it feels to wake up hangover free. Um, so I would really love to know, like, what are your biggest challenges getting started with this brand? That's for I want anybody. Chris to take this one. He's around. If Chris, Chris, Chris will take this one. I think he's probably had a journey. With me. Um, I uh, this has been a fantastic conversation, by the way, and I just am really grateful for all these brands. Uh, what most of uh, people who listen, maybe listening to this, don't know is that when I started Sandbar in 2017, there were two, maybe three options. <laughs> like that was. That was it. Uh, and so to see this acceleration of options for the entire sobriety spectrum is a huge, huge um, accomplishment. And I just want everyone on this stage to know, like, it is uh, an honor to watch each of you grow. And uh, I hope to develop a relationship with, with each of you. Uh, but um, the challenges that I think we've really faced as Sans, with Sansbar was just getting people to understand the concept because most people that come through our doors and, you know, on our pop-ups across the country and in the Canada, uh, they, they really struggle to understand what this was. And I think, um, by, by really speaking to that sobriety spectrum and understanding that people are both sober serious and sober curious, we've been able to, to find something for everyone, you know, and that's really the, I think the biggest challenge is like, how do we find, the, the perfect drink for you. Um, how do we, how do we make that happen? And, uh, I think that comes through ready through ready to drinks that comes with, uh, spirits. It comes through drinks that we make, uh, at the bar. Um, that to me has been the biggest challenge is to find, help everyone to find their place on that spectrum and find a place both at the bar and, you know, what they're drinking at home. Uh, and then the only other thing I'll say before I jump off is that, uh, you know, we're playing a 2022 tour uh, and would love to have all these great beverages on our tour, 15 cities in the United States and three in Canada and hope that uh, each of you could join us. Is Seattle on that list, Chris? Oh, of course. You know, okay, Seattle. just double check it. Just double check it. <laughs> Seattle, Seattle's my second home. So, yeah. Yeah. Seattle, yeah, but we got we got to get back up to Canada um, and we had plans for a 2020 tour and that, of course, change so yeah we love to bring great products to customers uh to introduce these these, these new SKUs to um people who are excited and interested in this category and uh look forward to just watching it just evolve you coming back to dc oh of course yeah gotta, gotta do dc again <laughs> oh love dc uh yeah we, we just had so much fun going across the country we'll definitely be back awesome what about baltimore I was going to say, don't forget about us here in Calgary, Alberta. <laughs> Alberta, sounds, Alberta sounds fun. I mean, I am, look, I'm up. I just know that I got to hit Vancouver and Toronto. And then wherever else we need to go, if you need to go to Alberta, we'll go to Alberta. Um, oh, it's, it's so close to Vancouver. It's like just one step and then you're oh, right perfect. there. <laughs> perfect. I'll, say, I'll take a hop across, you know, to, to Alberta. Awesome. I love it. Thank you. 
Joanne, I'm so happy representing the Canadians. I'm actually from BC, Canada myself. Um, and yeah, I love your brand. I love watching what you guys are doing on TikTok, especially, um, and what you're doing with Nikki as well. I definitely am one of those people who I didn't drink alcohol for the taste. Like I just wanted to get drunk, um, but I'm finding these mocktails are actually delicious. So yeah, if anyone's wondering about trying them, I've been having a blast just experimenting and I find them more delicious than, than drinking alcohol ever was. So I'm hoping the movement will expand beyond the recovery community or people who have to be sober. And it's just going to be something that we're all doing because it's better for our health. I think I'm really looking forward to being able to go to a restaurant and order something other than a Shirley Temple because I've been sober 30 years. That's about as best as it gets. And, you know, even just going out, I know that there's lots in the community that may not have alcohol issues, but are wanting to be the DD, the designated driver and, and going to those places and, you know, obviously not being able to take a drink and just also kind of experiencing what I've had to go through by just holding a Coke. Um, they're going to be able to have the option to be able to still be in that setting, not have to drink, know they can drive home safely and have some amazing choices. So I thank each and every one of you for your creativeness. And I think it will take some time, but I think we're all on the right track. Well, thank you so we much are... for your time. Oh, oh sorry. I was go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to add two things. Um, you know, first of all, thank you so much for the comments, Suzanne. And also what we need to do um, together, we need to like come together and help educate the hospitality industry and the bars and restaurants to bring it mainstream because I feel like, you know, that's the pain point right there. It starts at the top. It starts with, um, you know, don't offer a sugary Shirley Temple. Don't offer me tea, coffee, water. I've been drinking water all day long. I don't want water when I go out. I want something fun, classy, sophisticated. And you know what? There's this um, connotation, and I bring it up quite often, is that people assume that if you're not drinking and you're sober, that you're cheap. And that's not the case at all. It's just the fact that there's no there's no options out there for people. So, you know, I, I want to scream at the top of my lungs to every hospitality bar restaurant owner, like, this is a huge opportunity for you guys to make some money. The market that you can make instead of offering just water you know, charging the same as, as cocktails and whatever you want, um, but just making sure that you're, you're catering to this clientele. I had one lady tell me, um, you know, she's only looking for places in Vegas to get married if they offer a mocktail menu because a lot of her friends don't drink. You know, that's just one example. Another example is I know a lady who would go out for drinks to bars and restaurants and she would order wine even though she's sober just so it looks like she has a cocktail in her hand or, or a glass of wine in her hand so that she fit in. And it doesn't have to be that way. So the louder that we speak, the more vocal that we become and really stand our ground and, and say, no, we need, we need our cheerleaders in the corners. We need our, our customers, our consumers to, to be our voices when we can't be there. We can't be everyone to everything every day when we're trying to run our businesses, but just to help advocate on our behalf in some capacity to say my local um, bar doesn't have a mocktail menu, please reach out to them or, you know, how can we help them as well to get to the point where it is mainstream and does become the norm in 2021 and moving forward? Can I get an amen? <laughs> I've been vegan for six years and I finally can go to most restaurants. Almost all of them have a vegan choice menu. 
and uh, options. And I can't wait to be able to go into establishments. And it's going to happen. It absolutely will happen. The movement and the recovery scene and people who are looking for different options other than alcohol. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I mean, they just had the Super Bowl with zero, like one of the commercials with no alcohol. <laughs> it's happening. Now, guys, don't forget to come to the Aspen Valley. Aspen to Vale. Well, as we are closing up on the hour here, I just want to have um, tee up what's up for next week. And then if there's anyone that's in the audience that wants to come up on stage and ask anyone on the panel a question, now is your time to put your hand up. Next week, we will be covering sober travel. What a trip. Um, and I know things aren't completely open in the world yet. But they will be hopefully soon. Um, so we will be here same time, same place next week. Um, and then... Um, just a reminder to all the brands here. Um, I know a lot of the restaurants in Seattle because I used to run the Lifestyle Magazine. So if you need help getting into any of them, you know where to find me. Um, but with that, does anyone have any um, last burning questions? Yeah, hey, everyone. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Peter. All right. So I've been looking at everybody's website right now, uh, checking it out, seeing what I want to buy. Uh, I'm definitely interested. I know everybody drinks. I've been clean and sober nine years now and uh you know when you're going to different barbecues and different places everybody's drinking i'm like you know i don't feel comfortable here everyone's you know drinking i'm just got a little thing of water or something so i started getting those heineken 0.0s and the price point was pretty decent it was about the same you know i was looking here and i see these cool mocks and i was like wow that's pretty cool i like these flavors these are nice over at uh, the Free Spirits and the Sexy sexy AF. I think I'm a, I want to definitely try all of these. Uh, the, I feel the price points are a little bit higher than I expected them to be um, looking at them. And then I was like, huh, it is something that's getting new and it's not being mass produced yet. So the price point can't get lower at the moment. Um, but I, I, I like it so far. I like these uh, three three of the four brands that I saw. Uh, very, very much. Hey, this is Danielle. Peter, I appreciate you, uh, you know, sharing where you're at. Um, one thing to keep in mind, and maybe this is just unique to us at Cool Mox, Fest, uh, Joe, uh, you know, the rest of you, if you want to comment, you can. But the one thing to keep in mind is with online pricing, a lot of times, you know, you're seeing premium pricing, one, because you know, we are really unique. And just because there is an alcohol, there is a lot that goes into them. But the other part of that is you're paying a premium for really shipping costs. Beverages are, are heavy and they cost a lot of money to ship. So the great part and something to keep in mind, one, you already nailed it, is, you know, the higher quantities, better price points. You know, that's certainly something that um, I think you'll see more and more over time. But as, you know, beverages like Coolmax, like Drink Nope, like the other spirits on the call here uh, become available at your local stores, that's when you're going to get some really um, great pricing because you're not having it shipped to your doorstep. However, um, it is really convenient to have it shipped to your doorstep, so it's kind of weighing the pros and cons, but that's my two cents. And yeah. I also thought that you only had nine grams of sugar in yours. I thought that was uh, really good. A lot of people that have been drinking quite some time 
we're now coming down with health issues and we do have to watch the sugar intake. Yeah, just a quick comment on that. I think, um, you know, what is what's really important for this group of people in our, I think, this category to start to define is that people ascribe uh, value to alcohol. People kind of go, well, it's alcohol, so it's going to be expensive. And when they kind of go, well, why is yours as expensive as alcohol, as, a, as an alcoholic version? The reality is that alcohol isn't expensive. Like alcohol is not hard to create. And so I think that we as an industry start to, you know, we have an opportunity or a, or a necessity to start to, you know, change that mindset that alcohol equals value, right? And, you know, pay 35 bucks for a bottle of free spirits or $35 for a bottle of, you know, uh, Belvedere or something like that. People kind of go, well, yours doesn't have alcohol. You're like, exactly. <laughs> I totally agree with you on that point. And, you know, a prime example would be um, the food industry. So you buy a loaf of gluten-free bread and why am I paying $8 for it when I can buy a normal loaf of bread that's way cheaper? And, right. you know, to to your point as well as, well as Comox, um, the shipping, yes, the premium quality of the ingredients that we use. I mean, our botanicals are sourced from all over the world as far as Morocco and you know, if I'm mindful drinking and I'm really conscious about what I'm putting into my body, um, if I'm buying a product that's like two buck chuck or two dollars or something, I want to know what's in the stuff that I'm drinking at the end of the day. And I'd rather pay an extra couple of dollars to know I'm getting good quality product and, and, and knowing that I, you know, I have that at the back of my mind that I'm spending my money wisely. Um, so yeah, I agree with all your points, people. I would also just add to I that. I love like what you said. Sorry, go ahead, Chris. I just want to quickly add that you're also, uh, when you're paying that higher price point, you're also making an investment in this in this, in this category. You're also saying that this is a viable um, category and it's worth putting dollars behind. And that means we need more physical spaces like bars, uh, and, and that way, this movement continues to grow and the boom continues. And I love what um, you said about people putting a value on alcohol and that, sorry, my pod dropped out of my ear, that, that that makes it more expensive. But like you said, Joe, that our ingredients are coming from really unique places and we're, you know, we're taking some of the work out of making the mocktail. Nikki, yours are beautiful. I don't know how you do it and how you come up with those creations. They, they're so cool. But um, yeah, I totally agree about the placing the value on alcohol. That's just crazy to me. Pop, did you have something you wanted to chime in on? Yes, I just wanted to say we came a long way from old duels. In 2008, when I got sober, the only thing I could find was old dudes. And look, my mom, my mother calls me. My mother got sober. She found her sobriety four years ago. She couldn't do it without her old dudes and the little, um, her fray, her non-alcoholic wine. It's part of the pastime. And it, it helps many of us in the community, believe it or not, get through those rough days. So I just wanted to thank everyone here and say what you're doing is great. Um, old dudes and these things was around for 15 years before non-alcoholic beverages was popular. So don't give up. All right. 
and keep the good work up. I'm the host of the Sober is Dope podcast. Any of you guys ever want a promotion or help, I'll help put the word out there. I think what you're doing is beautiful and good luck and God bless and thank you. Well, I just made an order. I placed it. It's confirmed. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, get ready for the experience. Well, I just want to thank each and every one of you for showing up tonight. We so appreciate you stopping by the Sober Pop Club and sharing your wisdom and experience with us um, around your alcohol-free brands. Um, I just love featuring all of you on the Sober Curator and hope to feature you more and more. And as a reminder, Just for 24 is this Saturday. So please um, post whatever fun things you're doing. Maybe it's making a mocktail with one of these great brands. Use the hashtag Just for 24. We will also be doing a live virtual event on the Just for 24 Facebook feed from 1 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And there are lots and lots and lots and lots of prize giveaways. I can't even remember them all. Brooke, maybe you do, but I, I, know, I just know there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's too many to list for sure. I don't even know how we're going to give them all away. There's so many amazing companies. Um, Sober is dope. You've donated a t-shirt to give away. There's a whole bunch of brands that have hopped on board. Uh, Sober Buddies giving away five lifetime memberships. Dry Botanicals that were supposed to be here today. Um, they're going to be giving away some stuff. We've got Serenities. We've got Team 12. Like there's so many people that have just jumped on board and are excited about this movement. And I'm kind of blown away. Like I'm, I can't even believe this is all happening so quickly we just kind of started really going at this a month ago and trying to see if we can make it go viral and it's already picking up with some of the most impressive and like um, inspiring brands that I've seen in the recovery community so I'm so excited and Sarah you just popped up on the stage do you have a, a last burning question for our panel Yes, well, more of just a comment, um, since I know we're running out of time, but I just wanted to say thank you to each of you as um, a supporter. I have literally spent thousands of dollars on NA free stuff over the past year being sober, and um, I totally support the the prices. It's way cheaper than if you would go and buy a $12 cocktail at a restaurant, so I always try to um, kind of explain that to people when they see the prices. And also that I explain to people when they're like, why is it as much as alcohol? I'm like, well, it's without the poison. So shouldn't it be a little more? So anyway, I just want to say thank you all for doing this and putting your heart in time, money, and I'm sure sweat and tears into this. Um, I am doing as much as I can to get the word out there and appreciate each and every one of you. All right. Any, any last words before we wrap it up? I just wanted to thank everyone for all of their kind words and for their time today. This was like really, really awesome. And you guys made me feel really special. So um, I'm just happy to be in this world with you all. All right. Well, that's it for this edition of Sober Pop, where the conversations always pop. We hope to see you again soon. Have a good night.